0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Now, lots of talk, uh, as, as usual, about uh, the, uh, the COVID. Um, what are we calling that, uh, that thing? It's officially a virus. I have another name for it. But there's the Delta variant we hear a lot about. It is more transmissible. But one of the questions I have is, how does the Delta variant compare to predecessors as far as it being lethal is concerned? Canada is also beginning to experience a surplus of vaccines. There's some national stories, international stories as well, where the United States and Canada population, 48% of Americans, roughly 48% of of Canadians, equally uh, uh, double-vaxxed. The Americans with 160 million people double-vaxxed, so should our borders be open? And we spoke with Brian Higgins, the Congressman from the Buffalo area, who's been at the forefront of calling for the um, land borders to be opened between Canada and the United States. Can you handle all of that, Dr. Bogosh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, off here. you go. <laughs> Great topic. I
1: wish you had an hour.
0: <laughs> Good to have you with us. Well, let's that? let's start with the Delta variant. Is I know it's more transmissible, but is it is it a variant that is what it's, what's its lethality like? Is that a word?
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. Sometimes we use the term virulence," co- So the question is, does it cause more significant illness than those infected? The answer is, I don't know. I don't know. There's some emerging data suggesting that it might be. There's some emerging data that suggests it isn't. It's just um, there's more hospitalizations because more people get infected. I think that's up in the air for discussion and not firmly answered just yet.
0: Okay. We almost feel like it's not necessary to say anything other than here's Dr. Isaac Bogosh because you've spent so much time with us, infectious diseases specialist, Toronto General Hospital, associate professor of medicine of the University of Toronto, and member of the Ontario Tax Tax Force on uh, on vaccinations on the uh, uh, what's that word? What's the word, Dr. Bogosh? Yeah, oh, the what? vaccines. It's just such a part of our lives. So what do you make of, what's the argument for and against the opening, uh, reopening of the Canada-U.S. land borders? What are your thoughts on that?
1: Okay, so arguments in favor of opening. Listen, if we're allowing fully vaccinated people into the country, big deal. They're fully vaccinated. Is that 100% foolproof? No, it's not, but it's still pretty good, right? We know vaccinated yeah, it is. people, just, they're just not very likely to be infected and if they are infected they're not likely to or they're less likely to transmit it so i think it's very very reasonable to do the, on the other hand one of the questions is okay how can you confirm that they're fully vaccinated is there a certificate or something that we have to ensure that they truly are or can someone just print something off their printer at home and say look i'm fully vaccinated let me in and could that cause us problems so that's the reason against. but in general like just from a medical standpoint Fully vaccinated Americans coming into the country, if they truly are fully vaccinated, this is not going to be an issue.
0: And it really, I think, would help people feel emotionally better. The more we return to a recognizable uh, way of life, the better people feel emotionally. I think that's really important at this point.
1: Yeah, I, I completely agree. You've got a significant number of Canadians with the first dose and a very high number of Canadians with that second dose. Yeah. You also have very high rates of vaccination in the United States. Some places obviously have greater coverage than others. But, you know, we're, we're moving into a position now where vaccination is turning. I wouldn't say it's there yet, but it's turning into more about choice rather than access in both countries. There's a ton of vaccines. And, yes, we still have to work on breaking down barriers to vaccination and still getting pushing that final mile. But, you know, at some point, and that's probably some point in the sooner end of the spectrum, if people aren't vaccinated, it'll, it'll be more about choice rather than access.
0: What do you make of the fact that in the UK, government ministers, likely on the advice of their Joint Committee on Vaccination and Immunization, have decided against maxi- uh, mass vaccination of teenagers?
1: It's interesting. I was chatting with some folks on the BBC about this yesterday. Listen, I always think about this at an individual level and then at a population level. At an individual level, you can't ignore potential side effects. They're rare, but not 0%, and that's inflammation of the heart. Fortunately, there's a lot of data that's emerged uh, from Israel and the United States demonstrating that, yes, it is rare, and also, yes, it's uh, it. the vast majority of cases are very mild and self-resolved, so that's that's very helpful. Um, but still, you can. some people might say that's that's too much of a risk and we're not going to do it at a population level you know things get fishy right you can't just ignore millions and millions of people that are under the age of 18 and and you know and leave them unvaccinated and think that you can get this under control they can still get the infection they can still transmit the infection they can still amplify the infection and in fact that's exactly what's happening so you know no one obviously makes individual decisions based on the population level they, they want to think well, how will this benefit me of what are the potential harms and benefits but i always think of it at an individual level choice and then population level choice canada and the u.s have gone and many other places are vaccinating 12 plus I, my obviously my personal opinion and bias based on evidence data whatever's come out i think it's a very reasonable thing to do
0: do you have concerns about uh, the weather turning cooler and uh, the virus becoming more active again or its variants becoming more active and causing problems for us in September, October, November, and so on.
1: Yep. Conversations no one wants to have, but it's simple. Like We just have to be honest. You just have to be honest. We know this is an indoor virus, almost, not exclusively, but almost exclusively an indoor virus. When it gets cooler and we go back to school or back to work, if we're in close, crowded, confined settings, you're going to see your eyes in cases. You are. And it, predominantly, this will be in the unvaccinated. Um, and that's, that's just going to happen. Actually, look what's happening in the United States. Look in the very far south of the United States. The summertime is indoor season, right? It's too hot to yes. be outside. It's 105 right. Fahrenheit outside. Right. No one's walking around outside. They're all indoors. kel you've got unvaccinated populations cramming themselves in indoor air-conditioned environments, and you're seeing a spike in cases in Florida, in Texas, in Missouri, in Arkansas. In, the, in Louisiana, hot, hot, hot places. We're going to get that in the winter. And again, we have greater vaccine coverage, so it might not be as bad, but we will see a rise in cases. And sadly, we will see a rise in hospitalizations and sadly we'll see a rise in deaths, most, most of which will have been preventable. Mm-hmm.
0: It's endemic, isn't it? It's going to be with us for a long time.
1: Oh, it's ain't going anywhere. This ain't going anywhere. And the problem here is like, obviously I'm all for personal choice. If people choose to not get vaccinated, Great, it's your body. It truly is your choice. But at least make an informed decision. You're not going to escape this virus. Like it's sad, but it's just a matter of time. Maybe you didn't get infected during the first, second, or third waves, but like it's not going anywhere. And and like you might get it this year, then you might get it next year. But you'll probably come into contact with this given the time and given the fact that this virus isn't 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 going anywhere unfortunately
0: well i appreciate the time thanks for taking the time on this sunday afternoon and i'm still waiting for the uh, wings in the the end of late august okay we're done (laughs) (laughs) if you want to hear more subscribe to the roy green show on apple podcasts google podcasts spotify stitcher or wherever you find your favorites and if you like what you hear leave us a review and tell a friend i'm roy green